Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Pod channel. I'm Stacey June. And I'm Christy Mercer. And welcome to the Royal Wedding Breakdown. Yes, well. Is that, can we call it that? Sure. We, haven't, we haven't actually sussed the title. But. Uh, well, there it is. We'll go with that. This is a special edition of the 411 dropping to you live, live. <laughs> live, 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 live across the wall. <laughs> um, our pod channel is a place where we talk about our lives, your lives and our guests' lives. But today it is about whatever it is we're interested that's going on around the world in pop culture, entertainment, celebs. I mean, who else is talking about the royal wedding? As much as you might be completely exhausted by it, mm. you're never getting a thinker girl spin anywhere. So yeah, we, ha- we had to drop it. There's still shit to discover. I we had lots of messages from people on the thinker girls, and a few of my personal that are like, I can't wait for you guys to to talk about this. Because, really? Yeah, I got a few that were like. Um, saying, you know, you watch it and you think, and I'm wondering. We get such different messages. My our mind is like, can you please tell me a book that I can read to enhance myself? <laughs> and you're like, bitch, can't wait. I'm like, seriously, it is interesting because there was somebody <laughs> that goes, I was, uh, someone messaged me on my personal, I think, and said, I was watching it and thinking to myself, I wonder what Stacey and Christy will have to say about this, which, well, is, I, in, which is a big compliment because it's maybe the fact that we might have something to say that you're not thinking of straight away either or your mates aren't. Which or is a nice thing. Everybody's thinking it, but just not fucking saying True. it out loud, which is the story. Hey, of that our sounds lives. like a bit of a, uh, yeah, a catchphrase. You um, if you haven't listened to any of the shows that have dropped this week, Talitha Cummins is a journalist, um, a speaker. She does incredible work across talking about uh, binge drinking with women, has her own incredible stories, talks about becoming a mum and how hard, you know, and, and, and rewarding the media industry was. It's such a freaking great chat. Love it. Sometimes I really hope that when we get this vibe from someone that you're getting it too. Mm. Because it was personally a really incredible conversation. I, I'm hoping that that really played out with for you guys also. Well, let us know if it has. Yeah. I think I think the cool thing about that chat was it wasn't just if you're in the media industry you can relate. If you're just a, and not even a woman, if you're just a person, yeah, you know what I mean. There was so much to take out of that in terms of asking. Who am I really? Yeah. Everybody can relate to that regardless yeah. of what your background is. Yeah. Um, today we do want to talk about the Royal Wedding, but the specific things that I suppose I was like, who the fuck's that? What the fuck happened here? What the hell this is this? Actually, somebody did message and say there's a lot of F-bombs in the 411 a couple weeks ago. I know, ago. there have been more than, more than there so have I will, been in I will pull that back. I won't push it for the sake of pushing it. I like the F-bomb on the 411 episode though because some of this stuff feels so trivial and so just – 
I don't know, light, that I enjoy it feeling like it's a bit of a pub. Well, I was just about to say, you know, why is it that we're swearing more on the 411? I think it's because when there's topics you get really like... seriously either. You get really... Like you need to get it out. Yeah. Like I think I get... When I have something that I feel passionate about, I swear more because it's like, pay me attention. And also, I'm like mostly hating on things half the time. <laughs> so it's like that needs a, a fuck behind it. Hang you know? on. Is there hating on around the royal wedding of, nah. the, of the angle that you want to bring? No, but I was really into the questions yeah. I had, right, like, right. who the fuck are those kids? <laughs> That's the first one, right? In so that there's 17 kids. Yeah. Okay. We know that who two of them are, Charlotte and what's the other kid's name? A George, George, Prince George, who are William and Kate's daughter and son. Char- can I just say Charlotte oh. is D. Fun. The way she waves to the paps and her uh, her face just light. You know how you look at some people and you look and you go, your face is a sun. It light. Yeah. It lights up. That yeah. is her little face. Is such, I don't know, such kind of confidence in owning who she is. I get this real in vibe this, from but her. But in this, in this not boss way, just in a I'm three. Yeah, I yeah. don't. I don't get the sense that mum or dad has said to her. Now we have to wave to the camera. You can just see she's like, oh no, I don't know because mate. George doesn't. George is having none of it. He never really has. I don't reckon. But little girls are a little bit more um, obedient at that age. They also want know. to do what their mummy does. Yeah, maybe. There's I just get this. Not a chance in how those kids haven't been given a bit of a conduct training. I get the sense that maybe yeah, but you can train a kid, but they would do it and yeah, not want to do but it I'm but i'm just saying she she's not waving because she's like she would have been told to wave at some point yeah I but think. she's although she you know you can be told to do something and still enjoy doing it mm. the two boys in particular that made me want to figure out who all these kids are was obviously one of them was the one of the the, the classic photo that's gone viral everywhere of his massive grin the train carrier yeah, yeah. when the church yeah. bells went off so or some cool. kind of instrument went off and I just looked at that little boy and went, this is not his environment. Like, who is that boy? Mm. It just He just was looking around going, where the Bewildered. hell am I? Yeah. Where am I? Mm. This is crazy. And so those two little boys are seven years old. They are brothers. Their names are Brian Mulroney and John Mulroney. They arrive with Megan at the chapel. So it was also interesting, who are these boys? No one else is in that car with her. And she's chosen these two little boys to arrive with her. So not Charles, not her mum, no one. She drives a part of it. On your wedding day in front of the world mm. is watching you and you are on your own and you've chosen these two little page boys, not her new niece and nephew, these two mm. little page boys. So I was like, who the hell? And it makes so much sense because they're twins and they are the sons of Megan's very best friend from oh. Canada. Um her name is Jessica Mulroney also, and her husband is a television presenter. His name is Ben. Um, they're quite well-to-do. I think they're, they're kids of an old Canadian prime minister, right. Brian okay. M- Mulroney. Um, and so obviously it makes sense. It'd be like in that. So I always, I, I try and make everything so normal. And I think back, well, if this was me, I was yeah. becoming a princess. Yeah. Then that would mean Harvey would just ride with me, my best mate's son, well, it's, in the it, car. It's really nice. It makes that it, sense, but it's weird still, isn't that it? That it feels personal, yeah. like personalised, that it's like there is some sense of normality and who my actual core people are being represented in this world that is very, I mean, it was surreal to watch. Like I was sitting in a, a super joint, live streaming it with my mate they were trying to kick us out and we said just one second because we just wanted the bloody preacher to finish so we could yeah, see yeah, more yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like all right bro like we're 11 minutes in now like, I want to see like what else is going on yeah but it was so, I kept 
my eyes were boggling out of my head because I just kept saying to my to my mate Loz, "This is surreal. Mm. This is surreal." And you know like, why you're it is? There because she is so normal. She's re- so I can only imagine if. If randoms in Australia are live streaming you on their iPhone in a super joint going, this is surreal, what it would actually be like to be actually Meghan Markle, who has lived, you know, been brought up in a normal family, like her parents are divorced, like in a, a mixed race family, family a like struggling family, a struggling family. The there was a photo of her when she was 15 years old posing outside of Buckingham Palace, like we all would have done when we've gone on an overseas holiday, getting a dorky photo with like, you know, your flares in the 90s mm, outside of a mm, landmark. Or braces. Neck minute, 22 years later, and she's actually getting married at that very palace. <laughs> it's it's, it's yeah. a flip, it's a real flip out. So their mum, because she didn't have bridesmaids, the their mum Jessica was the lady at one of the ladies at the steps. This is the little so, boy, the little boy. Yeah, yeah. So when you when she came out of the car, there was obviously that real official man. But then I was just constantly looking for for splices of normal people. Mm. I knew these boys were some form of normal, even though their grandfather is a prime minister. Mm. But that is still not royalty. Mm. And I so I, I think the maybe she was in. She was in a, a royal blue dress and fascinator. Um, oh, the mum. Yeah. Okay. So she, I think there was a heap of them, a heap of the women that, well, no, there, there was a heap of the women that, that carried those kids up. So the other kids I was also interested in, there was a, another six-year-old called Jasper Dyer um, and it, doesn't really say who he belongs to. Oh. It just says that, you know, that was his name and he was a fourth page boy and that he wore the same thing as all the other boys. But it's still a bit of a mystery on that one. Can I ask, can we, I know you'll suss the rest of the kids, but can I just go back to what you were saying before about when she got out of that, out of the car when she first arrived? Yeah. My initial feeling was, Oh, she's very on her own. Yeah. And I felt sad. I don't know what your feeling was because maybe you could look at it and go, wow, that's cool. She's empowered. She's rocking up on her own. I felt. I was very mixed in it. I felt. And I looked at my. And we both said at the same time, we go, oh, that's full on. She's there on her own. Like, how overwhelming that would be on any kind of wedding day when you've got all of these eyes on you, let alone billions of people around the country, the most watched wedding of all time. And there wasn't anybody in the car with her until she arrived. And I I actually did feel maybe it's because of what had been in the media in the past about, you know, rando estranged family members, like, you know, trying to spin shit and the stuff with her dad selling the pat pics, which you can listen to on last week's four-on-one episode. Maybe because that was in my brain already. She just got out of the car and I just felt like, oh, man, I feel sorry for her. She's on her her own. I am quickly looking this up now. And googling, but I actually think that a lot. I I don't know. I feel like I remembered Kate Middleton walking up a certain part on her own, and then her dad joined her at the same place that Charles might have. I thought Pippa came out of the car with her. Oh yeah, remember? Not in. I don't think she came out of the car. I think she was there though. So she was yeah. holding. No, I'm I'm wrong. I'm I'm looking at the pictures now of Kate Middleton rocking up and her dad's with her mm. and Pippa as you as mean. you said yeah. is um is holding her dress. Cuz I thought I was surprised. It's definitely her dad. You know yeah. when you're looking for glimpses of anything, even when they're far away you're squinting looking mm. to see what you the figures you can see through the car. And the first thing I said was to my mate I go, "Where's her mum?" Yeah. Cuz I was like And you know, why 
you know, when it was announced from that royal, you know, the statement that came out from Kensington Palace that her mum um, would not be walking her down the aisle. In fact, it would it's, be Prince Charles. I thought at the very least maybe her mum would be riding, cruising in the car with her as they rocked out. It is interesting. I think from it in the end, at the end of the day, it, it may also just work out to be a logistics thing. You don't yeah. know, like, this is going to work. We've got to get you into this particular – because we're talking like massive – um, kind of spaces like you could see how big that aisle was yeah. it's televised which is gross but it is a reality of how this stuff works I think the thing about the aisle conversation it is an interesting one because she is very normal and I think I think everybody has felt like they too could have been a princess mm. because she is a princess and not everyone is a Hollywood actress but again you look at her and her success and where she comes from, you think, well, that could have been me. There's this incredible relatability about her. But the the aisle aisle thing is really like walking down the aisle is a really interesting um, demonstration of how we see things. It it is – and I've always been very fascinated by it, not just by the fact of – Back in the day, the tradition was that you were basically being waged off, like it, it by really, your father from yeah, one, from one family to another. Essentially, yeah. there was a bit of a um, sales deal going yeah, on. Yeah, so that's not, I guess, so much of what my focus is for modern day. But it definitely is important to know that's where that stems from. But I think the other point is that is such a real patriarchal traditional part of the wedding mm, the giving away 100 yeah away. i've always found it incredibly interesting on such a political level on such an emotional level on such a on a historic level that i completely disagree with i've always been so just complex by it but i think when i did see her walk up by herself with all of those things in mind mm. i did feel the same i i did feel bad for her but at the same time, I know that, again, you put yourself in the same situation, which seems ridiculous because she's a princess. But you also have to look at, well, what do you do? Do you essentially have your dad walk you down the aisle that you probably haven't spoken to? This is all assuming. Yeah, yeah, But there's yeah. a chance. Her actual dad. Yep. Yeah. She hasn't spoken to him in a couple of years. He hasn't shown any interest in stuff she's doing. The, the rumours are true in that she's selling his story to make a bit of extra cash off her life. And that essentially he was joining her because that was the right look to have. Mm. And I guess sometimes it's a hard position she finds herself in. And I agree with the mum. I don't really know what yeah, happened that was there. The mu- it wasn't so much but the dad thing. It was more no, the mum thing. No, but just the, the aisle conversation in general. I think, I think about a lot of women that have really complex, uneasy relationships with their father and how they get to the decision to make it where they still want to do that tradition. I well, find it really interesting. To be completely honest, I, I don't actually... people have bad relationships and still want that But to I happen. don't actually think a lot of people see it as a choice. I think mm. a lot of people get married and there's things that you do when you get married that so many... It's like that article you wrote for news.com. Mm. It still blows people's minds that they go, oh, my God, I never knew it was possible to have a wedding and not have your old man walk you down mm. the aisle. Like, you're seeing that as a choice. I see that as a choice. Mm. A lot of people do, men and women. But there would be people listening to this podcast, people that have got married, that would not think that you could physically have a choice over if your dad's living, regardless of your relationship, that there is any kind of say that you could have over 
who walks you down the aisle, whether they do or whether they don't. Well, I don't know who the rule book is on life here or the rule, the, the freaking god or guru is on weddings and there's someone we all think we're answering to. But I'm telling you now mm. you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> um, Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how get 20, 20, 20, get 20, 20, get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. It's interesting. My A friend of mine's getting married and her dad's alive. He's around, but... Uh, hasn't been the main kind of um, parent in her life, her whole life. Yeah. Um, was probably more of a parent in her siblings' lives. Yeah. Um, but just was, you know, her mum remarried and she was kind of more a part of a, a step family unit as yep. opposed to the one of, of her and her dad. And it's interesting because it's very clear to her what she should do in that scenario, which is involving her mum because that's who she feels like is her parent. And if there is going to be a ceremony of giving something away, then that makes sense. But obviously the other siblings don't have that experience. So it then is like, well, dad's here. Like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. It's really complex. But and also I, I think this particular tradition in particular, that's why I think it made headlines because people were like, but who's going to give her away? Why? Everybody well, there were bets freaked. on it. Well, there were bets on it. There were like tabs on and and her mum was the um, most likely person to then you know like I think well, you could physically unfor- you could physically bet money <laughs> on who is walking Mega Michael down the it aisle. It wasn't a hard bet. There weren't many other options. Yeah, that's true. It's you know in the sad reality of it. But I think this is the thing I'm trying to get to. Is it sad? Is it sad because everybody refers, I guess, acknowledgement or an idea of what. Um, success in a family looks like is built on this this picture that we've all painted for ourselves which equals mum dad might not be perfect but at least you talk to each other no I I just don't believe that that's the case for so many people so many people are estranged from Mm, their family mm. even a couple of my mates that we were talking about this over the weekend and and he was saying look I love my family and by the outside and I, I would call us close but I've got a six-hour cap. Mm. I think the you thing know, I think I'm that was cool about, that. and I did see there have been a billion and one articles written about it. Every angle and which way you could spin it, chop it, you know, like has been covered. You know, while people have been, you know, digging for different elements mm. right of the wedding. Mm. And one of the um, articles that I read that I found super interesting was like a bird's eye view shot of the, everybody in the um, aisles, you know, that had attended the wedding. That was weird. And there were wasn't two it? sections because there were five hundred people that attended, but there was a big wall between. Did you see Oprah arrive and how she I got did, lost? Oh, I didn't see the getting lost thing, it's but my I, life. 
she was like just walking around like she just was looking was a real for a person, table at a but restaurant. She, but she'd be Oprah. Yeah, she was just like, where's my thing? And she was just like, I can't find it. She's just, I was like, what is she doing? Here? What a fucking it amazing so woman. hilarious. Okay, so I found that, that bird's eye view shot, which, uh, yeah, you're right. It was Trey Bazaar because I was like, majority of these people, are st- like they can't actually even see what's going on. You know what I mean? Like it was, it's That's almost right. like, and I also but went- it's like you go to a concert and you know how you end up not being able to see because you're behind a pole and you watch the proceedings from the fucking or, from the screen and yeah you're or like, better yet oh. you're like hey you've got vip tickets you can go um behind stage or like backstage and then you don't see any of the show but That's you're backstage it- it's like welcome to the royal family How you weird. can come to the wedding but you can't but you're see capped. anything you're yeah. capped but, it's so strange. but this shot right this aerial view shot and it, it was all color-coded and it related back to this key which was Harry's friends, Harry's family members, Megan's family members, Megan's fam, uh, friends. And the colour-codedness was like a lot of Megan's friends, mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, a smaller amount of Harry's friends, heaps of Harry's family, obviously. Just also and one point- colour, which was Megan's family, and that was her mama. But this is what I think is interesting about this storyline. As somebody that, I don't know, has often felt my f- at times more so than others, and not so much more recently, but has often really found found myself quite estranged from my immediate family and have really, really had emphasis on my friendships as my family. It Nobody is interested in focusing on the fact that she had triple the amount of friends. No, like, but that's you know where I, mean? I was leading, babes, because yeah. I was going to say how important that is to see on this mega scale that your friends are your family, your friends mm. are your support network. And, and I don't know, there wasn't part of me that saw that key because there was equal amounts of people basically going oh that's so sad that her like second cousin removed and his new wife isn't there because I think we've all had that moment well I have been to weddings where I've met the bride and the bride for the first time where it's like my ex's family member Mm. and then he scores an invite so then I do too Mm. and then going up and going hi it's so lovely to meet you and that just feels weird that you're like at this person's like wedding celebrating their relationship yet have never met them. Uh-huh. But I I don't know about you, but I'm calling David Beckham the Pippa Middleton's ass of this wedding. Oh, yeah. That would be an easy. <laughs> that's an easy call. You know, just, no, no argument here. That man is A, getting better with age and B, just oozes sex appeal. Like There's something about his, oh, his, the way he fathers and husbands. That I think really adds to the, I don't to the know. picture there's here. There's this real. Well, he's so open on Insta. Like, there's just this other offering now with what we can see in their lives, and you kind of you get senses that people are good people from photographs or movies yeah, and yeah, stuff. Like yeah. Hugh Jackman, you're like that guy looks yeah. like a great guy. Yeah. But now you've got the ability to actually see their lives and see them prove it, and which he adds froths, it to another level. Froths his family. Oh yeah. Did you see that video when he started they all crying? Do. They when, all love when each Brooklyn, other. When Brooklyn rocked up and surprised his dad. And he rocked up at the restaurant and Bex, David Beckham, so the son comes in and they're all sitting at a round, you know, if you haven't round, seen it, I mean. round dinner table out for lunch or dinner or whatever. Um, maybe it's for his birthday, I think. And he comes behind his dad and he puts his hands um, over his eyes and must say something like, guess who? Because Romeo lives, a, is it Romeo? Romeo, no, but, uh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Brooklyn's the oldest one. overseas now. Yeah. yeah. And David Beckham just starts bawling his eyes out. Oh, and yeah. I was just like. 
that is just but I think you can they love each other I think that's where we've got to a point where people are looking at him and as much as his suit was incredible he looked great yeah now right. we've got this other view of yeah, him we're like something you else. are getting better <laughs> I can't even deal like that's what it is like now yeah, and also right. he like they all I, I I'm always fascinated and I think it does have a lot to do with the father when the kids are very openly affectionate mm. and complimentary to their mother mm. I think that mm. is them mirroring their dad. Yeah, I think I right do there. think that because they're all like, "Mom, love you." You know, like yeah. mum in the family is often the fucking shit kicker. She just cops it. Was in my family. She's not, yeah. you know, she's not. In, she's not encouraged to be to love. You know, she's not encouraged to celebrate. She's mm. just the one that's always fucking there. Whereas that has to be gone mm. and be rid of. And I think they've done it well. Where it's cool to love mum. It's yeah. cool to love Victoria Beckham. Yeah. And I mean, she's Victoria Beckham yeah. also. Um, can she I just a spice so there were a lot there were a lot of things of this wedding that you just and I know where we touched on this earlier but there's surreal element right mm-hmm. where there was it's just it was so out of place it's kind of like it's kind of which like, which part like the black preacher I just can't, I can't get over or the preacher. Uh, yeah, but I'm just saying, but just the fact that he was an African American yeah. preacher, yeah, yeah, talking about slavery, it was almost yeah. like somebody had picked him up from you know wherever the church is that he practices. Yeah, maybe I'm assuming that is America. Maybe he's based in the UK. Oh, I no, don't no, know no, no, too no. much he's about a reverend it. But you know what I mean. But it was just felt to me it was almost like someone had just you know picked something up and popped it somewhere where you go, ah, oh, that's. It works, but I wasn't even when Megan said her vows, and hearing her American yeah. accent yeah, against yeah. the the British accent yeah. felt felt not out of place, but a bit like oh, your ears prick up, right? Yeah, so to see true. this passion around Jesus and loving Jesus, and you have that crazy juxtaposition of like the Queen with her hands, you know, you know, so tightly, you know, put in her lap and so proper and so oh, you know, unhappy. Her face so- just looks but I love the Queen. She doesn't – She's if she has retching, resting bitch face or she doesn't have to explain herself to anybody. But I just love that there, there was still elements where we, we felt before that wedding – well, I did anyway. Fuck, we've left no stone unturned. Like people have been trying to track down what the dress will look like, what they'll eat, what the designer will do, what Harry will wear, where they'll go for that, all this kind of stuff that I was like there's still – I was watching it, live streaming it going – I feel surprised. Mm. Like, there was, there uh, there was, was elements of surprise. But there was her in there. I think that's the surprise. That's the bit that everyone's a bit like, holy shit, not only did she make it into this family, but she was represented. And, yes, her dad wasn't there, but her dad is not mm. all of her. Yeah. So she was totally represented. She had the two page boys, which are her personal, mm. like, ca- like get her in there. That's what I mean. The aisle was such a mm. focus. Mm. But there was a big representation. I even think the dress she wore to the party, like the Prince Charles party afterwards where the they Stella hopped McCartney into the convertible, yeah. yeah, was so still really her. Yeah. Like, I, I yeah. hadn't seen a princess wear something with shoulders out like that. It was sexy. It was gorgeous. Mm, like mm. you got a real version that she had respected the traditions yep. and respected a certain way. But a, a meeting. I also am here. I'm present. I am alive. You know. Can I also just mention Loki, the other love story that <laughs> that oh, wasn't no. that wasn't Megan and Harry, and that was not Chelsea. No doubt, oh. it was the Queen and the dog. And the dog guy. Have okay. you heard about this? So Megan, oh, Megan so Markle. This is the greatest I, story I think I, there is. I and I obsessed. needed it. I needed I it. I am because obsessed. I needed it because the 
queen just looked so unhappy the entire time. And then when I heard this story, I thought, okay, okay, she she's she's in there. Let me break this down for everybody that hasn't seen. There is a photo, a photo of so the queen weird. on that day. On that day, mm. sitting next to the queen with his ears all pricked up, was the rescue dog of Megan that has travelled from the US over now to the UK. Is a rescue beagle. His name is Guy, and apparently the queen is such a beagle lover and a dog lover that she's taken this real liking to Guy, the rescue dog. So and Guy, he- the rescue dog, is travelling in the car. With with the queen. <laughs> you couldn't even get a grin from the queen. Her own grandson couldn't get a high five or a, even a, a smile. She didn't even kiss him when she walked to her seat, but yet the dog drives with her. He is riding front and centre and just to see this like huge zoom lens of a camera, you know, like <laughs> taking snaps of the queen sitting all proper on the way to the wedding and then you just see above the window, above the door, just this little dog snout sitting there. This American rescue dog. I was dog. just like... This is sick. Yeah. Like, this is... I needed that too, actually, <laughs> on a feel-good note because I think the Queen, just you don't know where she stands. Yeah. I don't mind that about her. There is something kind of quite feminist about her mm. in that she's really quite unapologetic. Mm. Um, but at the same time, you are on a wedding. I think anybody is looking for a little bit of a smile or a glimpse into mm. that she's okay and happy with the day. And I needed that story. How's the rags to riches story? He was on death row in America in a pound. What, the dog? Yeah. Oh. Neck minute, he's right in front and centre with the, with the Queen to see his owner get married and become one of the royals. Well, now, see, I mean, why are we focusing on the dad? Slow like, clap to Guy. There is just some real good good things happening with this merge. Stunning. This, this country merger. Just stunning. All right, well, we hope you've yes. enjoyed our recap. Thank you. Oh, we've made it, haven't yes. we? Look um, at the bells and whistles over, oh, over hello, here, lovey. Big budgets. <laughs> um, if you like the show, give it a review, give it a rating. We read them all. I had a yes. bit of a squeeze yesterday. There are so heaps many more of, coming yeah, through, hey. They're coming through. We appreciate it. We see them. Um, it allows people on iTunes to see us, um, which, as we know, this year is all about building our posse. So we really appreciate it. Next week we have uh, – who do we have – Sophia Stefanovkovic. Is that how I say her name? Stefanovic. Stef- no, Stevanovic. Ah, oh, there you go. Because it's the emphasis that wasn't like Carl Stefanovic's last name because that's been Aussieified. She is a writer, that's right, um, who writes a story and a book called Miss X Yugoslavia. We talk about integrating from Yugoslavia into mm, Australia, mm. how she felt like she was really in between both cultures for a long time. I think that if you're somebody that has parents that have migrated or yourself didn't come here speaking English, you're really going to relate mm, to this story. Absolutely. We, she allows us to ask questions that I think sometimes people are uncomfy to ask. Yeah, that was a really, really cool chat. That will be next week on the pod channel. But, of course, um, yeah, send this to a mate if maybe they haven't heard of it. We'd really bloody appreciate it and it makes a difference. Yes, it does. All right, till next week. Bye, guys. You know what our favorite time of the week is? That is when we get to go live with you, our posse, and chat about whatever you guys want. We absolutely love going live on Facebook, but you'll only get notified that we're online if you follow us, the Thinker Girls on Facebook. Yeah, we get to say hello to you, give you guys an update on hashtag our lives, and answer the questions that you've been dying to ask us. So once a week, make sure that you hang in on the Thinker Girls Facebook page to find out when you can find us. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 